0: Hush. Lion escape. Yeah. This is a lion escape. Mm. Nigga, I am a great. Watch me as I innovate. Yeah. I got my eyes on a stake. I'm just here for the pies and the cake. Swear to God I will never stop killing these niggas till I see them lying awake. Yeah. World come to an end. That's what the is say. I see my soul has no limit for in, but these demons could die in a day.
1: I've been away. Can't take time to myself and these niggas just not feel a wee. I right, was good, y'all man. Welcome back to the eyeball podcast. I'm your host, Jay Meeks. And to the left of me I got my boy. C.E.D. C.E.D., what's good, my boy? And then on the bottom, I got my boy.
2: Hey, Bo, what's going on, man?
1: We out here, man. Eyeball Podcast, man. This episode four. Um, We've been doing it for about a month now. Um, And the league is back back going now, so we excited. And we got a dope show for y'all, man. So we appreciate all the subscribers. We appreciate all the love we've been getting. And, yeah, we're going to get into the dope show we got for y'all. And first topic we're gonna get into. Um we're gonna we're gonna grade LeBron's performance. Uh we're gonna start with LeBron. You know, he's the most popular player in the in, in the NBA. So so um the, the Lakers played against the Clippers first, and then they played against the Raptors, and then last night they played against the Jazz. So we'll start with you both. Uh what was your grade as far as from an A to F, what you giving LeBron on these first couple of games so far?
2: Man, for the first couple games, LeBron James looked real old. I just got to keep it a, a buck, man. He looked like his legs wasn't up under him. He looked like he was uh, just going with the motions. wasn't really aggressive. Uh, the only thing he really was trying to do was just control the narrative as far as being on the point on being on the ball all the time, playing point guard. As far as his stats and his contributions, though. They were slacks, man. He was not, like I said, he wasn't aggressive enough. And I just, you know, in my opinion, I just felt like last night against the Utah Jazz was a way better game. That was close to what I want to see from LeBron. I would still like to see him score a little bit more, probably another five or six points to that every night. You know, LeBron James being as big as he is and as strong as he is and still more athletic than most, I'm still expecting him to put up between 25 and 26 every game. And if you're gonna be on the ball and his usage rates are so high, he still gotta average about 10 assists as well. So if I had to give him a grade, man, I was gonna give him a D, but last night persuaded me to give him right at about like a C, man. C C minus.
1: Okay, okay. What's up, C D? How you feel?
3: Yeah, I'm I'm kinda piggybacking off that same thing, man. I mean, like, yes, the Lakers beat the Clippers opening night, but I think if you got, like say, like Pat said, if you got more of a contribution from LeBron, being aggressive, using his body to his advantage, like attacking the rim, I don't think that game would have been as close as it should have been. But him having 16 points is forcing the Lakers to rely too much on Anthony Davis, and it's going to burn him out. And we need that third, fourth, fifth contributor, either off the bench or in that starting lineup, especially since we're missing Avery Bradley. So, I mean, he was a huge part of what we did. Especially defensively, um, game two against the Raptors was just—I mean—a uh, smack session. I didn't think the Lakers um, even came out to play that game. I mean, uh, LeBron, most definitely, he's supposed to be the leader. Terrible game, you know, lack of effort. Um, and I mean, they—I mean, the Raptors just literally handled us from start to finish. Um, game three, Utah's probably LeBron's best overall performance. You know, he had the 22. He had a decent amount of rebounds and assists, you know, close to a triple-double. He was a bit more aggressive coming out. Um, Like I said, grade-wise, I'm going to go with Pat. I'm going to say a C-minus, man. Last night kind of saved him for me.
1: Okay, okay. I like the objectivity on LeBron. You know, y'all been giving LeBron so much praise, you know what I mean? It's good to hear y'all. Give me some real, you know what I'm saying? Like y'all been keeping it real from y'all perspective, but I know y'all love the Lakers, bro. So it's hard for you to, you know, criticize the Lakers. I understand. But yeah, man. Um, you know, you know, I agree, man. Le- LeBron, he he just he underachieved in the first few games, man. He did have a he had a few good games before the, the before the league stopped. And then all of a sudden, uh the league came back. We expected my thing is LeBron, he's one of the only players that got a gym in his house. And um, he, he he so-called spends two million three million dollars a year on his on his regimen and on his workouts and in in his all the supplements and everything. So I expect LeBron to, to to be the most prepared when when we got a four-month break. So for him to come out, um, like, and my thing is too is like I agree. I, he said you said say uh, he looked old. To me, it's like you just look like you just you know you're not really trying to win a championship like out here like like bro like did you come out here like did you just pass Anthony Davis the ball or like cuz that's really really what he was doing was just giving it to AD and he I'm just waiting on LeBron to be aggressive though and he wasn't being aggressive so um he ended up he didn't he didn't shoot good from the field and and in two out of 3 of the games in the Utah game he shot good um in the Raptors game alone he was a minus 20 on the plus minus and I know
3: that.
1: yeah and he was um, Seven for fifteen from the field, five assists, and he had four turnovers. So in 35 minutes. And AD had a bad game as well. He was a minus 17 with 14 points and only six rebounds for AD, two for seven from the field. So they both they both was looking like not so good. A D, the first, the first and the third game, though, he went off and AD pretty much yeah. stole the show. And he's been kind of basically validating what I've been saying about him. Like, he got to get the credit that he deserves from everybody. Um, from Since he came to L.A., he's been doing his thing. And I feel like he's been the best player. And he's had the most consistent stats. And he's been leading in, the, in all the categories. So, but the second game, no excuse for that. You're playing against the Raptors. And Siakam had a good game. Kyle Lowry went off on them. So, but as far as LeBron's performance – I'm gonna give him a D I'll give him a D I ain't gonna give him an F if it was just off the first two games I was giving him an F because he had no aggression and then I don't like the fact that Kawhi Leonard is ready to pick him up from the start of the game and he's not willing to take on that matchup I wasn't a fa- I wasn't a fan of that as well especially when you know you're gonna meet him in the playoffs probably down the road so um so LeBron in the first game um he he! It was his probably his worst game, or the Raptors game. One of them too was his, was his worst game. He had two bad games, defensively and offensively, and he just wasn't being aggressive. But he did have a decent fourth quarter in the, in the uh, Clippers game. I'll give him credit for that. He came alive in the fourth after not doing nothing the first three quarters. So, LeBron, I'm gonna give him a D. And if he don't step his game up, the Lakers is in trouble because AD can't do everything by himself. And the and the the and, and luckily for the Lakers, um, Montrez and Lou Will didn't play for that first game because it probably would have been ugly. So, y'all got something else to add? We can move on to the next topic.
2: Yeah, I, got I got a couple more things I want to say. What's good? You know, we still hold LeBron as a top five player in the NBA. And if you think about the four other guys and what they did since the bubble has started, Harden has been aggressive. I put Luka in that top five just because Steph was hurt this year. Luca has been balling. Giannis has been balling. Whoever else I put in the list, they've been balling. I expect LeBron James to bring that same intensity. You are still considered one of the top five players in the NBA. You should be bringing, especially with all that rest. I think I'm. I'm not gonna make an excuse, but I think it's because I don't think he's in game shape. You know, I hope that's what it is. Yeah, he's a little older. He's 35. He's not 25 like Giannis jumping out the bed, ready to go play ball. So hopefully that's the issue. One more thing though, you should never have a game where LeBron James is giving less effort than Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry should never bring more to the game than LeBron James. LeBron James looked like he was not interested at all against Toronto.
1: To add to that point- Facts. To add to that point, Kyle Lowry had 33 points 8 for 16, 12 for 15 from the free throw line, and he had 14 rebounds and 6 assists. Remember, AD had 6 rebounds against the Raptors, and Kyle Lowry poured in 14 of them.
2: AD
3: never had a game with 7 times. He's 10 inches taller than him. All
1: right, and before we move on to that, let's just touch on this real quick. I need y'all thoughts on – all right, so just let's see. The Raptors game alone, Danny Green – 20 minutes, 0 for 7 from the field, 0 for 3, 0 for 6 from the three, 0 for 2 from free throw, no assists, three rebounds, zero points, minus 11. Caldwell Pope, minus 27 on the plus minus, 2 for 7 from the field, 1 for 3 from the three point line, 0 for 1 from the free throw, two assists, no steals, no blocks. So how y'all feel about them, bro? I'm a, uh, i
3: am I mean, I'm not gonna lie, man. I'm a little worried. I mean, you, the, like Frank Vogel said, the Raptors game was a test for the Lakers, like a measuring stick. You came out of the – you know, before the, the shutdown, you beat the Bucks, you beat the Clippers, and then the shutdown happened. Mm-hmm. So meeting the Raptors is only, you know, like say, like another measuring stick to see, like, where you are as far as, as a team. And, you know, at this time, being in the seeding games, yeah, the Lakers only needed two games to lock up the one seed, but you need to take every game serious. So, and the Raptors are a legitimate threat. Like, I mean, they won the championship last year for a reason. I mean, you got a great coach in Nick Nurse. You got a good roster, a deep roster. Um, and, you know, defensively, man, they're probably one of the better defensive teams in the league just because the long, rangy players they have. They got a good amount of wings. They have mobile bigs. They have decent-sized guards. I mean, two little pit bull guards that they start in Van Fleet and Laurie that – can both play D and can both hit the three and can penetrate and create. So, I mean, they're a tough matchup for anybody.
1: What's up, Bo? What you got to add?
3: Man, look here. KCP,
2: Green, they need to find a damn jumper. I don't know where they jump shot has went, but they need to find it, bro. Those guys got me nervous, bro. I don't, I don't know if we can count on them to hit open jump shots. If LeBron James is going to be facilitating like he has been doing, we need guys to be able to hit the jumpers, bro. They wide open. I, You know, first of all, if you're going to be 0 for 7 like Danny Green has been, you got to contribute somewhere else, bro. we giving you – how much we giving him? $10 million a
3: season?
2: $15 million a season? <laughs> Man, you better get on some damn defense, bro. He should be clamping up, bro, something. Something He's gotta happen. Now, just, that
1: man looks like he he got 10 years older during the quarantine. Man,
2: you are six foot seven, six eight, somewhere in there. Guard someone. You were supposed to be a decent perimeter player when you came from Toronto to LA. If you're gonna be off, I need to see Hustle. One thing I will say about KCP, he still plays defense. He still tries and gives effort. It's like Green is just out there running the damn offense. I haven't seen anything from him since we've been in this bubble. I I can't even remember him scoring.
3: He's got to put the ball on the floor, though, man. I mean. You know that's not his game. I mean, he did it a couple times, like, last night against Utah. He got about, like, two or three or maybe, like, five or so layups. But if he's just going to stand in the corner and that's not falling, at some point it's got to click in your head that, hey, I have to do something else to contribute on the floor.
1: Move. Y'all know what it is, bro. It's the same LeBron L.A. Cav offense where you got Danny Green got it. He just, LeBron pounding the ball, waiting for Danny Green to come off that screen, slow as hell, with no effort, and he giving it to him, and Danny Green still got the hand up in his face, and he gonna shoot it anyway, just like junior gonna shoot it anyway, Deion gonna shoot it anyway, and KCP gonna shoot it anyway, and they all broke. So, I mean, yeah, I'm not, I'm not feeling, I'm not feeling neither one of them right now, and I'm definitely not feeling this Jr Smith move either. Jr ain't even been getting no burn like that, and when he is, he ain't doing nothing, man. He can't create a shot, and he's doing the same little pull-up step-backs that, and they're not going in with with the, with a good contest, man. So I just think the Lakers' bench, as good as they are on paper, they looking a little slim right now, fam. As far as uh, what their production is looking like, what y'all I got mean, to
3: add? I mean, I I agree definitely. They look a little shaky, but I think with these last, what, five games that the Lakers got is they need to hammer down the rotation and get these guys that are, you know, off the bench more playing time. Being that we've locked up the number one seed, you don't want to risk injury. So my biggest thing is you need to give these guys as many minutes as possible so they'll be prepared, you know, to play in the playoffs. Like, where's Morris at? Waiters needs more minutes. Jr. needs minutes. They Coons needs more minutes. You need to well, play these guys. Raiders
1: be playing some decent minutes for somebody who ain't been. Hooking. They do,
3: but they need to, they need to get them in a consistent rhythm, to where when they called upon in the playoffs, they can contribute. So like the Danny Greens, the KCP, all those guys, you need to draw plays for them, get them involved early on in the game, to where they're not just standing in the corner being catch and shoot players. Because I wasn't feeling Frank
1: Vogel though, because he doesn't have a authoritative. A uh, position inside of a locker room like that, especially when you got a guy like LeBron. So, I mean, and he's really running, if you look at the, he really running like an eight man rotation and he's leaving the last of those dudes off of that, off of it pretty much. Like JR's getting like eight minutes a game, and six minutes a game and stuff like that. So, JR, if he doesn't play, if he's not hooping right now on these limited minutes, if he gets more minutes, it's going to be trouble. So, you can't give him more minutes. I do, I do agree, give Kuz some more minutes. But it is the Lakers core just not looking like like scary to me. It's not looking scary at all. They're not. I agree But all right, man, we're gonna move on to the next topic, man. Um the next joint we're gonna go with is if the playoffs ended today, who do you have advancing in the first round? So um I'll go ahead and um um talk about the seeding. So if it ended today, um, The Western Conference would be the Lakers at the 1C versus the Grizzlies at the 8C. We'll just go to that first. I mean, we know who y'all picking on that. Lake. Facts. Lake show easily against the Grizzlies. But, I mean, that's another topic, but we could just touch on it real quick. I think the Blazers is going to get in on that spot. So, if the Blazers go against the Lakers, I ain't saying they're going to win, but it's probably going to go seven games, bro. At least six games. It's going to go at least six games, in my opinion.
3: I'm still taking the Lakers. I think they got too much, man. You have two top 5 players and the Blazers really have Damian Lillard and he, if he has an off game, that team is that team is in trouble. I don't I'm not scared of CJ McCollum. Dame Lillard is the, is the killer on that team. That he drives that team. I feel that. So,
2: Damian Lillard in the
3: Trailblazers. All
1: right, so and then the 2 versus 7 will be the Clips versus the Mavericks.
3: Ooh, I don't know, man. You know. The Clippers Clippers ain't looking the best.
1: They ain't looking the best, but.
3: I'd still go to Clippers, but. Come on now. They're still looking a little shaky, man. You can't, you can't, it's not, it's not, I don't think it's going to be like a five game series. Like, the Mavericks can take them to the limit, man. On a neutral court, they can take them to the limit, man.
1: I like the Mavericks, but they one-dimensional, bro. If
2: the Mavericks go against the Clippers right now, Luka will have one good shooting game. One PG you already know Kawhi is gonna take on that matchup. They're gonna put locks on that boy. I've already seen it before where PG was guarding. He looked like Shook City out there. And if, uh, we, if they get on, I give Luca one good game.
1: I agree. And Trez is gonna lock Porzingis' ass up too.
3: He's not locking the unicorn up, man. The unicorn is gonna give Trez Unicorn that.
1: thrives honestly because Luca be creating stuff for him and when you when got Kawhi, George U- on George, on Luca, you're
2: not creating a lot, bro. The mean, what, 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 people forget that Unicorn was a was a good player in New York. He right. was riding his hotel before he got down. It was fired,
1: but to- he fell off since then too. He's on the way back he, up. He got hurt. He got hurt. I understand that, but he fell off, bro. That's it. I mean, 20, it, was, it was because of the injury, but the man is a different player now.
3: You know, he's, he's still nice. you can still mark him down against the Clippers, twenty four and twelve. I'm not marking that down. <laughs> no. Okay. He's seven three, man. Matchup night. I'll man.
1: give him a nice seventeen and nine.
3: He's gonna get twenty twenty four and twelve.
1: Seventeen and nine. We we got Kawhi and Paul George on Luca and Trez on him among, along with Zoo and everybody else. He ain't getting no twenty four.
3: don't have anybody seven three on their team. That dude. He's seven
1: three, but he's like my weight. Like he's like two hundred pounds, bro. Relax.
3: You're a monster, man. <laughs>
1: Who's
2: number three seed?
1: You said who number three? C. Oh yeah. All right, so Nuggets versus the Thunder. That's a good. That's a good matchup.
3: I'm going with the upset, man. I'm going with OKC, man.
2: We got both. Man, I'm I'm a, I'm gonna go with Denver just because got Jokic, bro. Jokic is is, is a fool out there. And you yeah, gotta seen, find out what's up with, what with
1: and Murray, and then we'll really know.
2: If Murray and Gary has don't no show to play. Then I say OKC
1: for sure? Yeah, I like OKC and Chris Paul, and they've been overachieving all year. But I'm not about to pick them and the young dudes to win the uh, playoff series against the Nuggets if they got everybody. If they got everybody equipped, I'm going with the Nuggets. But it'll be a good matchup, though. Ain't, the OKC's no slouch for sure. All right, so four and five matchup. That's a, I love that matchup. Uh,
3: Houston and Utah.
1: Actually, no, nah, I'm. That's not the matchup I love. I'm. I'm got that confused with the East on four to five. But yeah, Rockets in uh, Utah. We got. I'm going. A-C-S-O, Rockets, oh, man. Yeah,
3: Rockets. Rock. Utah don't have enough scoring, man. Mitchell, he's. They pretty got much Conley one and one. Mitchell. Yeah. yeah, but it's really just Mitchell because Conley. Has been like up and down this year. Go Bear he's been
1: good. hooping since the restart too, though. He
3: has. I mean, he's doing what any big man should do: finish around the rim, grab rebounds, and block shots. Especially
1: in the oh, era when there ain't no big man out here.
3: It's not like he's getting thirty. He's getting like you know fourteen and twelve or something like that. I mean, he's doing what he a nice
1: game. but I think he was in the 20s. He had a high twenties. I think one one of them games he played. Good. He's doing what's what right.
3: somebody seven two should be doing in the NBA. Facts. All right, so.
1: That's it on the on the uh, Western Conference. So Eastern Conference, one versus eight. We got Bucks and Magic. I think we all going to agree, the Bucks, Magic. What stop? You said a sweep.
3: Yeah, that's a sweep. That's a
2: sweep.
1: Four or five, I give you that.
2: That's a sweep. They lost one of their m- promising young stars yesterday to ACL. That's Two a versus sweet.
1: seven. It's Raptors versus Nets.
3: That's a sweet too. KD
1: sweet. and Kyrie's coming back. Did y'all read that?
3: <laughs> yeah, on NBA 2K. <laughs> they coming right. back, all right, watch from the bench. I can't wait till they actually get back next year. It's going to make the East a lot tougher, though. They win in the East next year.
1: I wish they was coming back this year, bro. Lange, get out there, man. Get out there. Y'all can get out there.
2: It
3: ain't worth it.
1: Why not? Cars. If Kyrie and KD came out there, bro, they fuck around and win the win the damn championship right now. Nah. Lakers ain't nothing to worry about looking
3: like. like I mean, Toronto, man. they still got to see Toronto. My nigga. If,
1: <laughs> if KD and Kyrie get out here,
3: we're not talking I about that. Not, So KD going to come straight off the couch and dominate the NBA? And bust
1: uh, P- Pascal Siakamass? Absolutely. Nah. You, I, I guess you forgot last year he came off the couch and bust Kawhi ass with half a foot. He was busting Kawhi's ass. You forgot. It's
3: okay. Another time. KD can ball. Don't get me wrong, but I don't see him coming off the couch. He was
1: busting the top, one of the top defenders of all times, ass with a half a foot,
3: bro. He's also six eleven, six ten. He's still gonna be that
1: height when he come back, Sid.
3: Yeah, he ain't doing that against the Raptors though, bro. Not off the couch.
1: He will tear the Raptors a new damn leaf. Anyways, though. Three versus six seed, Celtics versus Sixers. That's a dope matchup. Who you got? I know who both going with.
3: I'm going to go I'm gonna go Boston, man. I think Boston got the edge in head coaching. They got two exciting wings and, you know, um, Tatum and uh, Jalen Brown. Plus, Marcus Smart is an underrated, you know, X-Factor for the team. I think he uh, – Gives them, you know, good stuff on both ends of the floor defensively and able to hit the three and penetrate. And then Kevin Walker, he's not even really fully up to speed. So, I think they got a little bit more firepower to get through that, uh, that Philly team. I think it's going to be a good series, but I'm, I'm going to take Boston to now.
2: Who is Boston's big man? Who started got, the system?
3: They got Canner They got Thies is starting. Canner. Canner's starting. Nah, Thies is starting. Thies oh, starts. Okay. Canner come off the bench.
1: Okay. Yeah, I'm, they both,
3: they both I man. mean, Embiid is going. He's going to kill pretty much any big man.
2: And but, I'm, gonna go with Philly, I'm gonna go with Philly like this because I I feel like Whoa. big man is going is to get the win because of Horford. And then you got Embiid. But then I look at it like, can you count on Jalen Brown to slow down Ben Simmons? Yes. Is he going to be able to shut him down enough to win? And I. Personally, I don't think so because Ben Simmons' game is so straightforward. It's just easy shots in the rim, easy cut for a dunk. His game is not going to be like you know overwhelming, and he's a legit six nine, and he got sized over Jalen Brown as well. I really think the sisters will win that series.
1: Yeah, I I, I feel y'all because that's a tough that's a tough matchup. Like um. I do agree, Embiid going to have his way with the Celtics. Um, but also, um, I like the perimeter players on the Celtics more than I like the the Sixers. So, um, I'm going to go with the Celtics, man. It'll be a, probably a game seven. It'll probably be a seven-game uh, series. But I'm going to go with the Celtics. I like Tatum, Brown, Smart, Kimba. All of them is going to be, I feel like, are just a lot of firepower for the Celt- for the Sixers to deal with. Um and then, you know, Embiid, I like him, man. But Embiid becoming a playoff side of shape sometimes, too. And and then that that's what they be relying on. They be like, oh, Embiid's not in shape. So he's the engine, man. As good as Ben Simmons is, I don't expect him to do nothing more than what he going to do, which is, you know, uh, maintain the pace of the game and stuff like that. But he's not going to take over no games like that. Like So I'm not worried about Ben Simmons. So give me the Celtics, man. I got him in six or seven.
3: I think Brad Stevens is too smart to know that he's not going to let Ben Simmons dominate the game on all layups. He's, he's, not, he's too smart for that. He's
1: not Giannis as far as he's just going to come got through. Got no no real trade. protection. Who, the
3: Celtics?
2: He got no real protection. Yeah, who's going to block the shot? Don't he's,
3: been, he's been all right, man. He's been all right. He's gonna get I agree
1: dog. it's no I agree, it's no rim protection, but in this NBA, you don't win at the rim like that. But you,
3: you can just double. You can double off of Ben Simmons, though.
1: You could double on Embiid. And, right. That's what's, what's going to happen, win.
3: man. That's a what Brad Stevens is going to do. And let a guy
2: like Shake Milton hit a couple of jumpers in your face.
3: Yeah, Shake Milton is unproven, though, in the playoffs, man. I don't I don't see him doing that And when the real lights come on. We do forget they got Tobias, too, right? <laughs> I do like Tobias Harris, uh, don't, but you. But like I say, Brad Stevens is not dumb enough to let Ben Simmons dominate the series by shooting layups all game. He's not going to allow that. I to do happen. agree that
2: Boston got the better coach for sure.
3: Yeah. All right,
1: well, let's move on to the next topic, y'all. We spent a good amount of time on that. All right, next topic we're gonna go with is what matchup in the first round are you look are you most uh, looking forward to look uh, to seeing?
3: What was um, that before? Four or five in the in
1: the East again. What's four to five for? in the East is what I most um uh, I'm looking forward to the most. Indiana most. and somebody. Indiana right? versus the Heat. That's what I'm looking forward to the most is <laughs> the four or five in the East, mainly for the Jimmy Jimmy Butler versus Warren matchup. Oh yeah. Who got they, they history and Warren just stepped his game up crazy. I mean he already been hooping, but the man he went crazy the other day, and I just can't wait to see him versus Jimmy for thirty forty minutes a game. For four, five, six games, bro. That's gonna be some good basketball. They don't like each other, and I don't think Jimmy. I don't think Jimmy is that much better than Warren. For him to be acting like Warren is trash like that, so uh, that's my favorite matchup, man. Who y'all got?
3: I'm gonna go out west, man. I'm gonna go with that uh, that Denver OKC matchup. I think it's two evenly matched teams. I mean, uh, you got, like, say the Joker, Murray, Harris, if they're there. And then, like I say, the Thunder have been, uh, I mean, overachieving all year. I think Billy Donovan is in the discussion as far as coach of the year because I know once they traded Westbrook, everybody thought the Thunder was definitely a lottery team. Fair. And uh, CP3 and shy they both have been balling all year in Schroeder. Steven Adams is at a good year. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm very excited about seeing that series. I think it's going to be a great matchup. I don't think the seedings really even matter between those two. I think either, it can go either way. How you feel, Bo?
2: Honestly, man, I, I'm gonna go with the Lakers versus Portland. I think the Trailblazers gonna get in there. Mm. I think it's gonna be the Lakers versus Portland in the first round. That's a, that's a game and a series I would love to see.
1: Okay, okay, I like that too. I definitely want to see that series. That's still gonna be the best competition for the Lakers in the first round, is if Portland can get in there. All right, man, we back, yo. We just wanted to um, touch on the topic real quick. Um. We got three Laker fans on it on here, so we wanna be objective as far as um, LeBron playing point guard. LeBron at the point, I wanna know do y'all like him at the point? Do you want him to move off the point? Do you feel like it's counterproductive? Do you feel like it's is a thing that's gonna be successful? What you feel like? Boat, what's up? How you feel?
2: I think it's time for LeBron James to accept the fact that he don't have to be a triple double threat every night. You know, it's it's cool to, to stuff the stat sheets, but at this point in his career, he need to be more focused on scoring the basketball. The Lakers are having a hard time putting up numbers right now outside of AD. And as an NBA fan, been watching Lee for a long time, we all want to finally see, can LeBron James average a 30 points a game? Can he average a 35 points a game? You know, I'm tired of people saying that's just not his game. And, you know, it can't be his game if he wanted to be. He's just that good. I think, to be honest with you, the Lakers are slacks. With LeBron James, we're not getting the best out of him by him bringing the ball up. I think he's trying to do too much, which is why he looks the way he looks right now. You know, he's like a half of LeBron, if you ask me. He doesn't look all the way there. It's Maybe I, I would like to see LeBron James actually play small forward and be a small forward, a Paul George small forward. Play defense, score. Let the ball handling stuff go. I mean, yeah, he's a great passer, but that don't mean we need to get 10 assists from you. How about we bring a guy like Quinn Cook in the lineup who's actually a point guard, let him bring the damn ball up, and if he can kick it back to Quinn Cook for an open three, cool. I think LeBron James is doing too much at 35 years old to prove the critics wrong, and, you know, I guess he wants to be the next Magic Johnson and Davis is going to be Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. But just focus on being a small forward, man.
3: Yeah, I agree, man. I think, you know, it's time. The experiment, you know, yes, you've led the league in assists this year. It's great at 10 and a half assists. But the Lakers are a guard-heavy team. I mean, Rondo's out. You still have Caruso. You have Cook. You got Waiters. You got all capable guys that can bring the offense up. It's not like we run this intricate offense that requires, you know, uh, know, some special-made point guard. But I think putting LeBron at the elbow and letting him catch the ball right there and go to work would be a lot more beneficial for the Lakers and the rest of the team because everyone won't be standing around waiting for a pass to catch and shoot. And I feel like the ball won't stick as much. I mean, he has the ball in his hands – 24 second shot clock at least 18 seconds pretty much every possession that he's out there so if you stick him on the elbow he can attack downhill he can hit the mid-range jump where he can find you know the backdoor cuts or find the shooters coming up off the pin downs I mean like say Vogel is gonna have to change it up but I think it's kind of like too late in the year for him to even entertain that but I think it'll be best in the Lakers' interest to get LeBron off the ball and get someone else the opportunity to bring the ball up and initiate the offense.
1: Facts, facts. I agree with both of y'all. And I got my own stuff to add. Y'all going to have to forgive me, man. I got a lot to say about this, bro. All right, so firstly, um, I, I totally agree. You got a guard-heavy team with a bunch of players that they got because they was trying to cater to LeBron. And then you don't let none of these dudes handle the ball ever. They never get to handle the ball. LeBron gets to control the narrative, control the stat sheet, control his all-time stats. That's really what this is about, is LeBron trying to control all-time stats, trying to be the top ten in assists, rebounds, and points, and all of that stuff. And you're sacrificing Ws in the process of doing that. And you and you have a whole team here. And I'm going to go into one thing that I saw LeBron and in a second, I'm gonna get into Fox and ESPN too, like for the for the nonsense that they be doing that be perpetuating the LeBron nonsense, though. All right, so but before I get into that, um, LeBron, he he um, he's, he pounds the ball at the top of the key. I've been saying that's that's counterproductive for a six nine, two hundred seventy pound player. He's the first player in history that I that they've they acted like it's it's it makes sense for him to be playing point guard at the top of the key. Like Magic was a big point guard, but Magic was also not athletic and wasn't a good shooter like that. So it made sense for Magic to run the point, and he was the best passer like that. But Larry Bird was the best passer in the league, and we didn't, he never played point guard, yo. He let the point guards play point guard, and he ran the small forward and did his duties at the small forward. So LeBron is counterproductive at the top of the key, yo. For, so, so literally, him him wanting to be at the top of the key is just to control narrative because it doesn't make basketball sense, and it it takes away all the jobs from all the point guards and the shooting guards on the team to agree with Pat with Pat saying about Quinn Cook, and also that's why Kyrie didn't want to play with him. Kyrie had to be be made into a, a stand in the corner player or a, a player who can only score at the end of the shot clock because LeBron has already waited, pounding the ball, waited for an assist to come up come up, and it didn't come up, and also. To get into um, something that LeBron said the other day, that it pissed me off, yo. As a basketball fan, LeBron said that um, after uh, that he was proud about winning the first, the the number one seed in the West, because um, it basically let all of his naysayers or his haters know that he could still win in the West even though he came to the West. So it's a good personal accomplishment. That was a trash statement once again, from LeBron, because you've been out on the West for, for two years. You didn't make it the first year. Now you got Anthony Davis and you made it to the West. But, bro, we wasn't never saying that you couldn't be the first seed in the West when you came here. We're saying it's not going to be easy to win a championship and get to the finals in the West. That's what we've always said. And that hasn't changed. You still haven't done that, my my guy. So um, you need to um win some games in the West in the playoffs, and then you can act like – I have accomplished what y'all I, I said I couldn't do because nobody said you couldn't get a top five player and a top five defender and, and win 50 games in the West. If any top five player in the league right now has Anthony Davis on their team, they would be a 50-win team. So, you, LeBron, you didn't really accomplish that much because you won some ga- regular season games on the West. Congratulations, bro. You've always been a good regular season player. But, yeah. You're not getting to the finals easy this year, once again, because the Clippers going to be in your way, the Rockets going to be in your way. Like I said, I'm going to be long with it on this. I got a lot to say. I'm almost done, though. So, yeah, and the other thing that pissed me off, and it ain't really LeBron's fault, and it, and this is what's been my problem. I really don't dislike LeBron like most people think that I dislike LeBron. It's not even LeBron for the most part. It's his fans. His fans are ridiculous, bro. So And, and not only is his fans, the media is ridiculous on top of LeBron. So the other day, after we all just admitted, LeBron had a terrible first two games. He could have played 10 times better than he played. It was a four-month layoff, and he came out there and looked like trash. But guess what? The headline on ESPN – I mean, on Fox Sports read, LeBron's game-winning layup and late defense caps <laughs> off the 103-101 to 101 Lakers win. My God. Anthony Davis had 40, damn near 40 points the first game, damn near 40, over 40 points in the third game. They don't talk about Anthony Davis. I understand in this era that it's not popular or a clout um, uh, gathering enough or clickbait enough for us to give credit to Anthony Davis. But this man literally outplayed LeBron and everybody else for two out of the three games. And what do you know? I wake up to the next morning, LeBron's game winner. Da-da-da. And guess what? You don't even mention LeBron missed the damn, he threw up a stupid ass shot to damn catch his rebound and then make a lucky layup to get the damn so-called game winner. So I'm tired of the media. I'm tired of LeBron fans. And I definitely want LeBron off the ball. I've been saying it since the day he ever played point guard. You never put the biggest, most athletic dude at point guard. What the hell sense does that make? He should be slashing and letting a smaller dude give him the ball in, in, in the running motion so he can dunk on everybody. But for him to pound the ball, you're just taking away from everybody, bro. But that's it. I'm done with my rent, bro. Yeah, that,
3: that Yeah. that headline is one of those things that, you know, as a Laker fan, you'll see a LeBron fan pick that up and say, oh, LeBron hit another game winner. That's somebody that didn't watch the game.
1: Shannon Sharp was wearing a fucking goat mask on the show the next morning, yo. You was a clown, Shannon Sharp. I'm sorry, bro. He had a terrible game. Anthony Davis was the was the goat of the damn game, and you didn't give that man no praise. And all you did was wear a goat mask on TV, bro.
3: Shannon, Shannon, Shannon must be on the payroll or Pay
1: something. Payroll, fam. Oh God, that's what I was about to say next.
3: <laughs> LeBron got you, game off. Got yo. Of sixteen yeah. points. If you got sixteen points and your teammate has over thirty, you should not be in the headline. You got
1: a goat mask on for this man, and he <laughs> can't play like shit the whole night. <laughs> you know, he didn't pick up the matchup on Kawhi. Go
2: ahead. No matter what LeBron James do, it never fails. It always made the top ten plays. He's been doing these chase down behind the back, you know, behind blocks his whole career. The one he had the other night didn't mean a damn thing because we lost anyway. You know, you know the, the put-back layup he had to end the game, it, I'm not going to say it was luck but it's a shot that he's supposed to make. And we should not be
1: praising was, that shit the next day from a 6'9 so nigga making a layup.
2: I'm not praising shit for somebody who only has 16 points and supposed right. to be a top-five player in the NBA, period. Right. And another yeah. thing, I, I, I was thinking just from a defensive standpoint, if I'm a guy like Patrick Beverly or, or, or a perimeter defender, what am I more scared of? LeBron James walking the ball up the court or LeBron James Possibly on the elbow, cutting, flashing, there you, go. you know, screen and roll. He's you more go. dominant if he would get his big ass off the ball, bro. You're I mean, bailing the defense
1: out with your big ass on the ball.
2: It was something like said. said the other day. He was like, bro, uh, LeBron James doesn't do well with little defenders. And in my mind. Why the hell is little defenders guarding him anyway? Because he's out there where he's shouldn't be. No
1: deep. man, imagine Shaq. Imagine you saying Shaq don't do well with little defenders. I know. Shaq can break niggas' arms in the goals.
2: It, yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to say it. Patrick Beverly is a dog on defense. I I think he's a dog. Said things he's just a gnat. but in my opinion, the he's boy has defense instincts. I've been watching him since Arkansas. LeBron James should never. Turn his back on a Patrick Beverly. Got he you should shot be able to take out of bounds. three steps and get past him. Period. It's something that, I mean, that's all I gotta say about this topic. It's time for LeBron to retire that point guard shit and get Real over shit. in the small court. I need you to put up 28 points a game, six or seven rebounds, three assists. I don't need ten assists from you. You're nowhere near catching non stockton.
3: Give it up. The thing is, like, if he's – like, he's, if he's an easy pickup. And, like, the reason why people like a Beverly can get on him because the court is 94 feet. If LeBron's getting the ball all the way down there, Beverly's going to pick him all the way up and get the ball out of his hands, which is going to, you know, obviously cause dysfunction in Lakers lineup because now these players are like, oh, well, I have to create at this point. But he it'll be a lot lie. easier. Doc Rivers would not put Patrick Beverly on LeBron if LeBron's at the elbow.
2: The only player that's going to make LeBron James give him the damn ball is Rondo. The rest of the guys are probably wondering, why am I here? I'm not allowed to do my job. right, Bro, you can't do all jobs, bro. You're a small forward. Stick to that. Right. And the I worst part is that not, he
1: begs for the best roster in the league only to not let nobody get no love on with the basketball.
3: I mean, that that's always been my thing is that, Everyone has to change their game with by playing with LeBron. And When's he although, ever changed? Right. That's my thing. He, he's, he's, he is a great player. I'm not taking that away from him. But I think with him, like I say, dribbling the ball, 18 seconds of the shot clock, he's the only one. Him and AD are really the only ones that are in rhythm. And everyone else has to get in rhythm by either, you know, hitting a couple shots. But if they miss a couple shots, then all of a sudden their confidence is down. They don't get the dribble into shots. Everything is just catch and shoot. And the bigs are pretty much negated outside of Davis unless they're catching an alley-oop or getting like a putback. And, you know, as a big man, most big men want to touch the ball. They want to feel the ball. They want to, you know, put a shoulder into their defender and try to get an easy bucket. They don't get that in this Lakers offense. And that's something that's concerning for the Lakers because if you're just depending on LeBron and A.D. Good luck. That's I mean yes they are two two great players but I feel like you're asking a lot out of two guys when we have a capable deep roster and we can get contributions from other players.
1: And you like you said earlier off cam you said LeBron is too old to be trying to take these young dudes he off is. the dribble. That's a fact, fam. Like he's he's at the top of the key on top of that. So he got a long way to go before he right. gets to that hole.
3: And you're going against somebody that's 27, 28 in their prime. They're, they're not then their father time is undefeated.
1: So why not just throw out there and then let him get, make it easier for you to get the ball in a good position? But LeBron doesn't want the ball in a good position, yo. He wants to literally control all narratives. And he doesn't want to. That's the thing, too. LeBron is, doesn't like sit, certain situations. He don't want to shoot when he don't want to shoot. He don't want to go to the free throw line when he don't want to go to the free throw line. If his ass wasn't so scared of the free throw line, he wouldn't pass up a lot of them shots. But that's what it is. LeBron be like, nah, I'm going to decide that. This person going to shoot this shot on this play because I don't want to shoot it. Bro, if you just play the game of basketball, everything would work out fine. But And one more thing I want to add before y'all touch on anything else. Frank Vogel is weak, Yo. He has. That's why I don't. That's why I can't pick the Lakers because I like, had a, you like them, but like, he doesn't make right? like LeBron do anything different. You're, you, everything you're saying about LeBron, Frank Vogel is his enabler. He doesn't stop him from doing nothing that he wants to do, and what he wants to do is counterproductive. Y'all are the Los Angeles Cavaliers, and now you got J.R. Smith too to go with it. Congratulations,
2: man. There's no coach in the NBA strong enough to control a LeBron James or has a resume. To control him, the only coach I know that could do that is somewhere in damn Idaho, and that's Phil Jackson or wherever he's from. Miami. you know, I want to go out with
1: six losses or more than that because he don't want to consider my coach.
2: You have to buy into the system, and LeBron
3: James' mm-hmm. thing is he thinks he's the system, but you know, buy into he, the system, bro. Now, now, this LeBron point thing, it was an idea to start the season. But beginning of the season, he wasn't on the ball as much. The guards were actually bringing it up. This happened, like, literally, like, right before the All-Star break when we suffered some injuries. Avery missed some games. Rondo missed some games. And then LeBron was like, okay, well, I got to run the point. Even though we still had other capable guards, like we got Caruso. Always did. You got a bunch of guards. Like, you got Quinn Cook who went. Before the shutdown, he missed 11 straight games, 11 straight DMPs, and he's a healthy guy. So you got this, like, whole thing. Like, Frank has got to go back to where we were because in the beginning we were playing at a faster pace. Uh, We were scoring a little bit more. The ball wasn't sticking. The ball was moving. People like Danny Green weren't just standstill shooters. They were actually getting layups and kind of like mid-range jumpers, which is something you don't typically see from a Danny Green And, you know, KCP, they don't always – they can also dribble in, you know, two-step, two-dribble, pull-up. Like, they can do those things. But all of that sometimes is just a forgotten piece. And I think as players, they get lost during the game just because of the way the offense is flowing in by LeBron running the point.
1: And if he don't change his game, bro, the the same results is going to end up happening. He's going to have another finals loss or he's going to have a Western Conference finals loss. Go ahead, bro.
2: Those the, those those moments you talking about where the guards were actually able to be guards was also when you had guys like Javale McGee, Dwight Howard, showing you that they actually are capable passers in the paint. They was actually having a two man game with Anthony Davis. Yeah, there was one game where Dwight Howard had like six or seven assists. So you know these guys are capable of playing, but like you said. LeBron controls the narrative too much. Feed the big man sometime, reward the post, and then you will get more out of the players too. I mean, JaVel McGee and Dwight Howard has been – they haven't been in the league. I don't know if it's a small ball game they're playing or whatever, but we need that size because, you know, Anthony Davis can't carry all that load in the tank. We already know that.
1: And I just feel like the Lakers is inconsistent as far as what they want to accomplish on offense because some games you give it to AD the whole game. And in the next game, you you will give J, Javale and Dwight a couple of touches. But then I just seen the other day Javale had played 20 minutes and had like zero points and and two rebounds, and Dwight had the same thing like two points and 20 minutes or something like that. So it's like I mean, and 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 then both you said earlier Dwight's not getting no touches on offense. But that's what I'm saying about the consistency. It's like we're gonna use Dwight for defense, and then nobody nobody on earth wants to play defense all day long and never touch a basketball.
2: Like, so, so, it's going gonna, gonna to bring an energy level down. Dwight is going to give you energy when he's blocking his shots, rebounding, you giving him logs, giving him his little touchdown low. The other night against the Toronto Raptors, man, you can watch the game. There was three or four possessions where Dwight Howard had Gasol all the way under the basket. He could have easily caught the ball and dunked the damn thing reverse, and nobody gave him the ball. And his body language showed, show, like, well, damn, what the hell am I working for in office if I'm not going to even get a chance to touch it? At least right. let me touch it to kick it back out.
1: But that's because under the, the impression of Dwight being signed was he going to be this this little hardworking guy that don't really worry about touches and stuff like that.
3: Dwight has always worried about touches.
1: Dwight, they thought he was a changed man this time.
3: He wanted touches in Orlando. He wanted touches in Houston. He wanted touches for the Lakers. He wants touches everywhere he goes. The dude wants the ball. He's a big man. I mean he deserves
1: it though. The boy be working hard. I don't even like the white, but he's been working hard this year. He does. I mean
3: he's he, he, ball. he, you know, he doesn't have an array of post moves, but the way his body is built, he is, you know, very meticulous as far as how you can get the big man on his back to get an easy bucket. And the Lakers need he's to feel one of the most athletic
1: ball. big men in the league.
3: Right. No one in the league has that coming off their bench. I mean, we got a defensive player of the year. Multiple time winner coming off the bench willingly, and we're not giving him the ball.
2: Facts. We need to be a you know to sum it all up. We need to be a all around team. The white, I mean, uh, Anthony Davis is not Shaquille O'Neal. We should uh-huh. not be
3: force feeding him the ball. I don't want to see him shoot. That's what 14 Sam times said to do.
1: Just to just keep
2: throwing it to AD. I mean, and that's what's it, supposed it, to win y'all a championship. Oh,
3: that's gonna tire him out. He's gonna burn out, it, man. It
2: depends on who we going against, but I don't want to see AD shooting fourteen times in a quarter. I want a a whole variety I like game. I want <laughs> I want a mixed, You know, a mixed game, bro. I want to see the uh, LeBron shoot, AD shoot. We got the total package. We need to carry ourselves like that.
3: I. I feel like AD works a little too hard for the buckets. Like, the game against, like, Utah last night, he was able to get easy buckets because he was getting the mismatch. Like, Gobert cannot guard him, for one. And AD was spending a lot of time on the perimeter last night. And he was able to, you know, hit him with the step back a couple times and draw the foul a couple times because Gobert is not comfortable guarding a 6'11", 6'10", big that can handle the ball like an Anthony Davis. So I feel like the Lakers have to do a better job of manufacturing easier touches for the big man in general, including A.D., JaVale, Dwight. You need to figure out something to get those guys easy touches and easy buckets. Like A.D. should be ducking more as opposed to shooting 17 and 18-foot jump shots all game.
1: That's all a result of LeBron being able to have – to be able to control the narrative and do whatever he wants, whenever he wants, and nobody going to say nothing. Especially not Frank Vogel, the head coach. He's not gonna say nothing.
3: I mean, I feel like the uh, a, a easy way to kind of run it if you wanna even just be simple. It's not like gotta be too crazy. You could run a pick and roll with A D and LeBron from the elbow. The defense gonna have to make a decision. Either you're gonna let LeBron go to the cup, shoot a layup, or A D can just hit a fifteen footer all game. Or LeBron can throw the oop if the if the you know double team goes with him as he goes yeah, the to the cup. If the pick and
1: roll like was that deadly, they do it every time.
3: They don't do it because LeBron is way out at the top of the key instead of the elbow.
1: And you're 35 with no, no foot speed like that. So you're not going past your defender to make the – the defender have to make an option and make a decision in the pick and roll, though.
3: I don't know one 35-year-old with foot speed. Never seen it in my life.
1: Why you got your 35-year-old 6'9", 280-pounder at point? That's going to be – it just doesn't make sense. But, yeah, yeah. we'll leave it there, family.
3: Okay, I, I was going to say, you know, I hope we uh, talk about the Lakers, but, I mean, we can't let this day go by without talking about Luca going crazy today, man. 34, 20 rebounds and 12 assists plus the W the and Kings. shot
1: 50%. Yeah, Luca went crazy.
3: And the only people to do that is Oscar Robinson. And I want to say, no, was it Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Wilt Chamberlain, I think? He's like the third player to do have a game like that. That's crazy, man. That's
1: How the crazy. Hell he, I ain't watched the game. How the hell he get 20 rebounds, bro? The Kings should be ashamed of themselves.
3: The Kings was actually winning most of the game, to be honest with you. They were winning most of the game. The the game, game but he was taking a lot of shots, a man. Point,
1: uh, you're running point guard. You said there's no way he should have 20 rebounds, bro. He's 6'8",
3: he's 6'9". Six,
1: I agree, but you at the top of the key running the point. I'm just saying. Uh, he
3: down. Luca was down there. He was down there snagging. Okay. He was definitely gonna be two. And
1: I can't think of the Kings' big man like they that crazy. So.
3: Yeah, they got. They have what? Rashawn Holmes. They got Lynn. Yeah. That nobody. Guy. Nobody. Uh. Nobody worth mentioning. Goddamn bums. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right.
2: right. Brad. Brad Miller. Miller.
3: Remember Brad Miller, Brad Miller back in the Brad day. Miller. Potapinko was the name back in the day. You gotta we gotta do a and talk
1: about that old uh Kings team with, with, with all of them on it.
3: That old Kings team was championship built. Facts. They had a better team than the Lakers. Oh yeah. Lakers Lakers team. I never
1: was a big a huge fan of the Kobe and Shaq Lakers roster, bro. It
3: like, was like, trash. Was
1: not, not good, yo.
3: It was trash.
1: It was not good at all. You we only had it, like four legit niggas. It was all about system.
3: Yeah. It fit the system. No, it wasn't the system. The Lakers had the top two players in the NBA yeah, on one no team. System. Yeah. You that could've... triangle,
1: you could have ran anything. And they. Right.
3: <laughs> you yeah, had Shaq and Kobe. Yeah. It didn't matter the system, bro. You had the top two players in the NBA on one team in <laughs> their prime. What's
1: up? All right. So, next topic we're going to go to is um the top players since the restart. We're going to say the East and the West, a player from each conference. Um, I'll start with that one. Uh, my top player out east, I got Giannis since the restart. Giannis been uh, put up three um consistent good performances and um shown that the layoff didn't really bother him much. And um he had like a, a a 39 point game and I forget his stats on the other two games, but Giannis put up three dope games and and they also been winning. And um out west out West, I went with uh, – see, I was going to choose Anthony Davis. I went with Paul George on uh, on the West Coast. Mm-hmm. Paul George has been doing his thing the first three games, and uh, he's really trying to uh, silence the critics and show people that he's not coming to play this year like I expect him to do. So, go ahead with y'all picks.
3: Out East, I'm going with the hot man, 50-plus T.J. Warren. He averaging forty a game. Mm. Pacers three and and I mean he's he's pretty much like you know I'm the number one guy on this team like Victor who, yeah. So I'm going T.J. Warren. I feel like he's been he's been the best player in the NBA restart since the jump. I mean, averaging forty a game from T.J. Warren. Most people don't even know who T.J. Warren is.
2: Facts. Right. He's That's out there like, getting buckets. The from the that Jimmy Butler tell it.
3: Yeah he yeah right. Jimmy chipping. Jimmy's tripping. That dude, you don't drop 53 in the NBA and just be a bum. He's averaging 40 in three games. So, I'm going TJ Warren out east, Indiana Pacers, small forward. Shout out. Now, yeah. out west, I'm going with Devin Booker, man. He got the Suns 3-0, and averaging 30 a game, uh, getting assists, getting about six, seven assists a game. Game winner today. Big game over the Clippers. And, um, yeah, I'm going with D-Book, man, out west, man. I, I think the kid is definitely has a – Superstar ability. He's he's a like becoming, you know, doing his best to be a two-way player and starting to, you know, not just be that standstill three-point shooter. So I'm excited to see that aspect of his game grow. So yeah, I'm going D book, man.
1: No picks. What's up, boat?
2: For me, I'm going for uh for the East. I got to give Giannis his praise. The man has been continue to be a muscle like he was before this whole COVID nineteen happened. He hasn't really missed a beat. Look like the kid is just waking up, crushing the game, bro. He's been definitely dominant in all aspects, whether it's offense, defense, rebounding. I even seen him hit a couple threes the other night. Right now in the East, I would say Giannis is the big man on campus for sure. And on the West, I'm going to go with Devin Booker, man. Devin Booker has been very surprising, man. Like, I I knew he was good, but he's really showing me, like, Maybe he been working on his game, you know, to actually go in the cup and try to boom on somebody. Now I wasn't expecting that from, you know, light skinned Devin Booker, but Devin, Devin he's been killing, bro. So Devin Booker would be my choice. Uh, it was it wasn't an easy choice, but Devin's definitely been balling three and zero.
1: And I just had an honorable mention real quick. Um, I was gonna choose uh, for the West Coast James Harden with somebody who I struggled to pick because he definitely had a, a dope three games. And I believe they won two out of the three games, or they won all three of the games. Um, they playing their third one today. Okay, okay, that's what it is. Okay, so, yeah, um, and he dropped 49 against the Mavericks, and, um, and he shot 14 for 20 from the field, had nine nine assists and eight rebounds. So, um, yeah, I was going to give it to him, but just want to give him an honorable mention real quick. Yeah. Um, so, and for the last topic, man, we're going to do, um, it's a race for the AFC seed. The East is pretty much locked in. Um, the Wizards was going to... They had the ninth seed. Uh, who got the 8th Magic. Magic got the 8th and the Wizards is too I far out. I believe it,
3: or the Nets. It's Magic. No, it's the Magic. It's, it's, okay. the,
1: no, it's the Nets, I think. You're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Magic the Nets got the 7th seed. The Nets got the seed. Right, right, right. So, Nets 7th, and then uh, Magic is 8th and then the, the Wizards is too far out. So, we're going to just ignore them, and we're going to go with the West Coast. Who you got as far as making it to the AFC. Um, I spoke on this earlier, so I'll just start. I already picked the Blazers to make it through the, to the AFC. Uh, right now on the race, uh, we got – it's 30 and 38, and the Grizzlies the Grizzlies in the AFC at 32 and 36. So um, the Grizzlies has kind of been not playing good, and they're going to probably fall off as far as I'm concerned. The Blazers just got to stay afloat. And then, you know, hold off the, the Spurs and the Pelicans who are creeping up. And they got 29 wins. And uh, and also the, the Suns got 29 wins. But I'm picking the Blazers at 30 wins. And they got the most legitimate roster. They do have a tougher schedule. But I'm going to go with them as far as getting the eighth seed. And if they do, everybody better watch out. Go ahead. Who you got set?
3: I'm going Phoenix, man. I think Phoenix is a team no one's talking about. Uh, 3-0 in the bubble. And they're hot right now. They're a young team. I mean, playing with house money. And a lot of te- a lot of teams don't expect them to win. But those guys out there playing hard each and every night. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to go with the Suns, man. I think they'll get in there once they, you know, start the round robin' up. What's up, Bo?
2: I feel like NBA fans and the NBA would love to see the Pelicans get in there. To see the Pelicans versus LeBron or the old Lakers going against AD. But – in all honesty, man, they, they haven't really looked up to par. They actually look like they've been kind of asleep for young guys. You know, I'm expecting a little bit more from B.I. I'm expecting a little more from Zion, especially when guys like J.J. Riddick is coming to play every night. Holiday is coming to play. These are young guns. They should be ready off the bat, you know what I'm saying? So I, I know the Pelicans want to get in that spot, but I think it's just going to be Portland, man. Portland is too close to not get in. Phoenix is right there. I think San Antonio is right there. When all the down, I think Toronto – I mean, I think Portland gets in. All right, we're going to
1: wrap it up right there, man. We appreciate all the, the love and support. We appreciate the subscribers, man. If you're new, make sure you hit that subscribe button, man. Sure. And And if, you, if you've been here already, share the videos, man. Continue to support, man. We appreciate all the love. Any last words?
2: That's it, man. Man, just important. ring the bell, man. Get them notifications. We need y'all to support the brand. We're trying to get global with this shit. We ain't just trying to be local. So help us out. Like, comment, subscribe, ring that bell. You know what it is, man. It's eyeball. We in here.
1: Salute to the subscribers, man. Appreciate y'all. We up. Later. I mean, shall I the earth. I love
0: Chris
2: Rich. Huh.
1: Lion escape.
0: Yeah. This is a lion escape. Mm. Nigga, I am a great. Watch me as I innovate. Yeah. I got my eyes on a stake. I'm just here for the pies and the cake. Swear to God, I will never stop killing these niggas till I see them lying awake. Yeah. World coming to an end, that's what the Maya's say. I see my soul has no limit to end, but these demons can die in a day. I've been away. Can't take time to myself, and these niggas just not feel a way. I've been living the popular way, but I told myself it ain't shit that I'm not finna say. Huh. Haters can flock in the way, but my music gon' drop in a day. So really, you not in the way, but I'm not finna fake. Huh. Niggas, done took a lot of shit from me, but my pride you not finna take. And my soul is not for debate. at all. The goal on top of your faith, bitch Lion escape, yeah. This is a lion escape, yeah, lion escape. This is a lion escape, yeah, lion escape. This is a lion escape, lion escape. This is a lion escape, yeah. Lion escape. This is a lion escape, yeah. Lion escape. This is a lion escape, lion escape, this is a lion escape. saying shit and really partly reminisce so before you niggas try to make me a meme i'm god unlimited yeah take the shit how you wanna take it i'm gonna make it i'ma chillin like a hundred acres fuck a hundred favors all you niggas that's some fucking haters and some fucking fakers i'm just here for my fam nigga and it's fucking paper lion escape yeah this is a lion escape bitch lion escape this is a lion escape Lion escape This is a lion escape, nigga Lion escape, this is a lion escape Lion escape, yeah. This is a lion escape, yeah, lion escape, this is a lion escape, yeah, lion escape, this is a lion escape, yeah, lion escape, this is a lion escape